My money machine go beep, I love the sound that it make Plus all these racks and count, I think that my machine bout to break Secure the bag, yeah, that's the brand, and we get to the bag These private flights, my Miami What's going nice, on, family? That's right, this the is the Get to the Bag Podcast Alright, now, today, I have a really, really, really good podcast episode for you It is a replay of a conversation, a dope conversation I had with my man Derek Grace, one of my favorite guys. He is a beast. He's killing it. And we had an amazing conversation on pretty much everything we're dealing with. Being an entrepreneur as a black man or black person, period. Running a family. Uh, even we even kind of got into the whole relationship thing and running a family as a man. So uh, a man and an entrepreneur. So with that being said, definitely tap in to this next episode with Derek Grace. Yo, yo, what's going on, family? You know, we're here for another Money Monday. I got my big dog in the building, man. You know, we got to roll together. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> DG, Derek Grace, what up? Yo, so y'all who don't know, this is my guy, all right? Now, a lot of people don't understand how we roll when it comes to making money like this, when it comes to that energy that we roll with. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get a little, you know, intimidated by that shit. So that's what I want to talk to this man about today because some of y'all done got used to them beta males and the way they move. We got different energy. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? We got a different energy. So, my man, for the people who don't know you, which I don't know who, who that would be, introduce yourself, man. Uh, I'm Derek Grace II. Hey, yeah, y'all, it's Derek Grace II, too. I got on the planet and somebody called me Mr. Two. The two on my social media name represents me being the second right. version of the Derek, the Derek's. So it's Derek Grace the second, but I'm 31 years old. I'm a serial entrepreneur and a father. That's that's really it. You know, I'm a lot of other things, but I just sum it up with that. I'm a serial entrepreneur and a father. My man, my man. So he's been a little modest right now. You know, I'm going to throw out there, you know. <laughs> we talking, you know, eight-figure, killing the streets, slaying the dragons. That's what my man does, man. He, he's killing it. So... The reason why I started it off the way I did is because a lot of y'all get used to people who are kind of feeding you bullshit. They blow smoke up y'all ass and they tell you, you know, what you want to hear. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? They tell you what you want to hear in hopes that they get your sale in whatever product they selling. Right. But the way we move is a little bit different. And that's what I want to talk about today, because y'all know I like to get and dive deep into what we are doing that works for us as black and brown entrepreneurs. Right. And Mm -hmm. investors. So for me, you you hear me say shit like, look, I don't fuck what you got going on. Like, you need to come on in or I'm, I'm jacking the price up. Right. And my man is on that same energy. So I want to come to you is what what made you start that type of energy? Because some people don't even know how to tap into that. Uh, bro, I think when people one, it's going to be confidence. Oh, yeah. Two, it's going to be knowing that you got a quality product or service. Mm-hmm. Three is going to be you knowing your value and understanding your worth. And anybody that's teaching, especially in our culture, you're going to begin to realize that our culture is overly invested in uh, everything but themselves often. So a lot of times you have to give them that hard pill to swallow when you're breaking down value. And you mean like, you know, you overspend on weed, you overspend on sex, you overspend on food, you overspend on all these things that bring you, you know, no long term nor short term value. And then you wonder why you're in a problematic situation for the, you know, the whole duration of your life. So. Sometimes you just have to remind people, like, 
you know you absolutely poor right now and fucked up basically right. only only because of you right like nobody yep. coming to save you you got to yep. save yourself mm -hmm. and um and you and you really just investing in your detriment i like i learned out of people like if it's detrimental they'll invest off the rip if yep. it's gonna help them it's gonna help them they're reluctant facts it got to be a scam it got to be something to it but you know if you tell them to work at a job for 50 years and die out that sound like the play. No hesitation, no questions. Yep. Sign me up. Let's 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 go ahead and you know give you fifty years of my life and die off. So, right. for me, sometimes you got to penetrate. You got to really penetrate and bring in relatable examples for them to understand their lack of value. Because right. that's really what it is. Like they're bet on their favorite sports team, uh, food, clothes, a good time, <laughs> a book to further they they knowledge. Eh, not mm -hmm. so much. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's funny you say that, man, because I'm always telling people, especially when I was a trainer, I would tell people, they come to me and say, man, I don't know what is going on. I don't know why I feel like this. Mm. I don't know why I look like this. And now, even in the financial, uh, financial world, they're like, I don't know why my money not where I want it to be. Mm. And I'm like, shit, it's because you like it like that. Right, right, right. And they're like, what, what you mean <laughs> I like it like that? I don't like it like that. Bro, I'm going to cut you bro. Yeah, one of the big, I just, you made me think. So one of the biggest things I learned about people is they don't really like success. They like the feelings that come with stories of success. Yeah. So people would love to live vicariously through you, but if you gave them your real black book with your step-by-step -step guide, most people wouldn't apply nothing in there. At all. Because like success <laughs> requires work. Mm -hmm. It feel good. It's like, oh, he made this. Oh, he doing that. Damn, that's what's up. But if you're like, nah, bro, I'm really giving you the game because I want you to do that for you and your people. Right. Oh, no, I just want to live through you. And you're like, no, you, you, that's what I tell everybody. Like the wins of me and my children are not going to trickle down to affect theirs. Right. No matter like how how whatever whatever valley I reach in life, it's not going, it's not going to push your children, you know, any more further. So it's up to you to actually apply the information. Mm -hmm. And I, to me, that's what most people fall off. They'll listen, they'll screenshot, like, comment, copy, but tell them like, I'm gonna give you a play tonight. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna call you tomorrow, see what you did with it. You know, I fell asleep, I had a long <laughs> night, head was hurting, kids yep. was up, whatever it is. But yeah, yeah, most definitely. And, and you know, for me, that's why, no matter how successful I get, no matter how much money I get, I never give my shit away for free. And yeah. I know you feel that same way because at the end of the day, the shit that it takes to get where we are, mm -hmm. is hard work. Oh, no, and if you sure. get it for free, they're like, oh no, that's too hard. Y'all right, right, right. got that. Like, right, no, nah, right. I'm good. And it's like, no, like, I'm doing you a favor by charging your ass. Because when you give me your money, guess what? Bro. You invested now. <laughs> you good. I had this conversation with somebody the other day, right? He was like, and I'm sure you get this too. People just message me random like, oh, I got a hundred thousand. Let's work. What to do with it? So the dude hit me like he got 200K. Let's do it. And I was like, bro, you know where y'all really struggle at? Even if you got money and if you, but you're not using your brain is that you got to ask yourself, what value add do you bring to the person that you're trying to pull value from? Facts. How do you seek in other people what Facts. you haven't sought for yourself? Yep. So the dude was like, is your program going to change my life? And I'm like, shit, what steps you took to change your life so far? I don't know you. Yeah. I'm not your daddy. I'm not obligated to do nothing for you. Yep. But you feel like because you got a piece of money that you could dangle it in front of me and then I am obligated to hold your hand and change your life. But if, you yep. if, if, if we're going to be genuine about it, right? So we had to get technical. I'm like, look, if you make a million dollars a month, you break it down. I think it's like 780 hours in a month, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. It's like $1,388 per hour. So I asked him, I was like, look, you know, if I charge you my hourly, you wouldn't even be able to talk to me. Right. So I need you to understand that if I give you any price lower than that, that's nothing more than the gift, period. Because 
I could still just be sitting at home in my robe and I'm going to make $1,388 per hour on a 24-hour cycle, rain, sleet, or snow. Mm -hmm. But so many people just look, they're looking for others to save them and they don't understand value. So people really be feeling like, yeah, you know what? Even if you got money, that's why I say like, it is a gift and a privilege. Because mm -hmm. there's people with more money that'll pay more for this conversation. Right. So even if, I, even if I'm talking to you for $2,000 per hour, I'm still showing love. Yep. Because like you said, you make an investment, but you came to me for a reason because I am the source. Mm -hmm. Your money not the source, clearly, because if it was, you would just look at a 50 and go, make two of you, yep. and it would happen. <laughs> exactly. No, you came to me for a reason, so. Yep. Yeah, brother, trigger down the value. People, people it's mind-blowing, bro, with our culture, because they, they cross paths with anomalies and just don't know how to value it, how to understand it. Even the right question. I tell you at the time, like, sometimes you may need to rehearse your approach mm -hmm. to make sure that you ask the right or an effective question like how you meet an anomaly and be like hey you really got two daughters that's five weeks apart like i done had this i'm like bro all this shit i teach that's the first thing you're saying to ask like what the so when i answer you and say yeah then what what's gonna change about your babies and your life <laughs> so bro value is important yeah value is very important Most definitely man hey that's funny bro because i get <laughs> I get that a lot where it's like, like you said, they're asking all these stupid ass questions. And at the end of the day, it's like, okay, why would you ask me something that stupid? Right. Then turn around and want something from me again. Right. But by now you done turn me off. Cause I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's stupid. So I'm, I'm gonna push you to the side. Yeah. Right. And not only that, man, one of the worst things I hate is when a motherfucker come to me and say, let me pick your brain. Don't do that. Don't, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> You can't buy my lunch. You can't buy me coffee. You can't buy. I can do hey, that for my damn self. Robert tells my lady that I'm like, you don't know how many people I done met every time in a city. Like, bro, let's go eat. And I'm like, nope, that's that. That don't work. Right. I can go eat myself. <laughs> You're not gonna take me on a dinner date so you can ask me a thousand questions yeah. and get you a free consultation. Nah, I'm straight. See, I'm gonna give you a million dollars worth of game and you gonna pay for a hundred dollar dinner, maybe, right. maybe a hundred. Right. Nah, fuck all that. Yeah, bro. To, to me, timing is so big because people don't understand like. When you tap into a certain level of brain power and genius, mm -hmm. those those minutes, those seconds, they really count because you could be making other strategic plays Thanks. that's going to put your family in a position that changed the trajectory of your last name for the next three generations. Mm -hmm. Me kicking it with you for two hours, I could be doing something that's really going to be meaningful towards my grandchildren. But because people people just treat your hour like, you know, it's just 120 minutes. Right. Like, nah, my hour is... It's, it's limitless. You know what type of conversations or who I can call in the hour, what resource I can tap into, mm -hmm. like what sales I could start, anything. You feel yep. me? That's going to that's gonna catch me 50 grand a day, 100 grand, whatever the case is. So, mm -hmm. yeah, bro, like I said, value, time management, and just really like, like I said, bro, some, some people may need to rehearse, but when you're standing in front of people of, of, of high value, like, it's just certain, like, bro, when I have conversations with Banner, we never converse about like, Hey, bro, how many women you slept with in the industry? <laughs> Who cares? Like, right, seriously. Bro, he don't produce for Gatorade, Disney, get bags here, bags there. Like, yep. he done a lot. Like, exactly. ask him some real shit. When I, when the, the couple times me and Nip politic, it was never like, so what's it like being a gang member? <laughs> nah, bro, that's secondary. Let me, I'm going right. to ask him about some real shit. He's really, at this point, he's the only person sold a $100 mixtape. So you probably should ask, bro, about like his marketing and his mm -hmm. branding and how he built a cult following. But... People don't be understanding that part. No, nah, no, nah, not at all, man. And that, I like what you just said. You need to rehearse. Right. You know what I mean? And I think what it is, a lot of people get caught off guard. Like, I ain't expect to see you, right. you know. But yeah, man, seriously, if people could like literally rehearse 
what they would say if they would to even meet anybody really mm -hmm. of substance or any anomaly right. you know what i mean because you're right man people get caught off guard and they say some dumb shit and now i'm turned off right, right i won't right. help you now you know? yeah. <laughs> so no nah, man that's that's crazy so that being said bro like i want to know speaking of like the whole rehearsing everything how do you because I, I struggle with it mm -hmm. how do you build the family dynamic man i love what you got going on with that uh that's a great question bro so really it's gonna be trial and error right because right. it's gonna be some family that you have great intentions for right and that you want to like win and grow with you and go with you but they're gonna drop out of the race mm -hmm. so number one gonna be trial and error number two it's going to be be uh figuring out how to divide family and personal because i think that's where a lot of people slip at is they blur the lines and then like you find yourself in a sour business relationship mm -hmm. that you're allowing to still progress based on y'all being related. Right. You got to be able to separate it to me. Like, I still love you, but no more business yep. or yep. like no more. Or should I love you and let's do business. But if you tripping, I'm gonna pull you to the side and have a business conversation with you, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. But I know bro, for me, um, I've always been big on inclusion. So yep. like every product since day one from the books, board games, the curriculums, Grace Botics, the artificial intelligence company. Bro, really the only company I got that don't have my children face plastered on it is Grace Essentials. And that's the latest one that I'm working on. I'm in the process of working. It's a luxury brand, but okay. um, inclusion is number one. Yeah. Creating an environment where everybody can play a role, everybody can make money, and everybody can grow simultaneously. Mm -hmm. So the key, the key thing I did with branding everything with my children is like dead or alive. They can leverage my likeness 30 years from now, two years from now, tomorrow, yesterday, whatever the case is, because as I progress and put product in people's face, I purposely put my children on it. So it basically is like a package deal. Yep. Subconsciously, we planted a seed that like, you're not just supporting Derek Grace, you're supporting the family, you're supporting the children. So that was one intentional way I did it, bro. And then from there, I just start. And I tell their family, it's like, you got to identify the family CEO, the family aggressor, the family negotiator. Mm -hmm. uh, like, fam I don't even get, like, to me, family is business. It, yeah, it's a big group of people. Be. Yeah, it should be. It should be. But a lot of times it's not business because, like, if you got a big group of people and y'all able to get on one accord and get money, that's a hell of a business. Yep. But most families ain't like that. They scatter one or two of y'all really functioning and everybody else doing it, doing it the regular way. But... Mm -hmm. Another thing that had to do with that was just identifying who was really ready to step into a, either independent position or a team position. But we all focus on a collective, a collective goal. So like I remember sitting down with my siblings years ago, probably like two years ago. And I was like, look, I'm not hiring y'all for us to be long term business partners. Right. I'm hiring y'all because I want to jumpstart, start y'all situations, give y'all the freedom to do what y'all want to do with a lax schedule because I'm your brother. I ain't finna press you. Right. And then number three give you the opportunity to create your own umbrella under i mean your own structure under my umbrella right. so like basically my goal like one of my brothers uh run the gun store or in the gun store he play a part a large part in the gun store and the other one run my shipping okay so my goal for them in the next two to three years would be they go into like supervisor type positions and we hire people up under them mm -hmm. where we lighten their workload and they basically just kick their feet up like i get to kick my right. feet up and be like Hey, y'all handle that. Y'all handle that. Cool. Yep. But yeah, bro, that those like three of the biggest things, just figuring out where everybody fit in. And then um, 
Collaboration is key, bro. It's so big. Mm -hmm. And I know it, it should be common sense because we family, but most families don't function like that. They don't. And not, not at all. <laughs> and not collaborating. Or they're not like, damn, you good at that? Hmm, I got money. I ain't really good at nothing. But if I give you the money and you good at that, I can help you move that to another level. Right. So, like, with the gun store, my pops, based on his credentials in law enforcement, they expedited the process. Mm. I can't do half of what he can do on paper because I didn't, I didn't have that job. I don't have the expertise, but I got the money, though. Right. So the marriage is take his intellectual property, mm -hmm. take my money and my marketing, mix the two together, yep. and create a seven-figure situation. Or with my mama, I retired her in 2018, but basically she was a teacher. Rehired her to teach her grandchildren. So, I mean, I guess you could look at it like work, but she, for a living, Monday through Friday, she spent time with her grandchildren, exactly. teach her grandchildren. Yep. She lived two houses down from me, and she, you know, kick her feet up and get a chill for the most part. So, nah, that's dope. Yeah, that's bro, dope. it's it's even like with my other half of my lady, and I remember this, bro. Like, this is a funny thing that we talking family business, right? I've been posting her nonstop in like 2019, 2020. Right. Oh, this, oh, he's simping. You always posting, bro. <laughs> oh, this nigga in love now. Blah blah blah. But, bro, she just bought me. I don't got it because they had to make some changes. But mm -hmm. she just brought me a bracelet last week for 15 grand. Yeah. So like that's family business. That's business. Yeah, for real. You feel me? Like, yeah. I made I, I opened up my platform to build hers, mm -hmm. and in return, like, she get to pour back into me. Facts. You feel me? Like, Facts. if I yep. fall short on these orders from China, she could come through. Like, okay, I got fifty for you. I got eighty. Yep. Let's make it shake. So, yep. hell yeah, bro. Just really one, just washing each other's hands. Mm -hmm. And then to me, like, just one other element of it is the tax part. I rather. Okay, I, brought, I spent like two, three hundred thousand on guns last year, right? Mm -hmm. Now I buy guns from my own family-owned exactly. gun store. Yep. I'd rather break bread with my pops mm -hmm. and we figure out how to keep as much money at our table before we give it to Uncle Sam. Yeah. Feel me? So yep. creating subsidiaries with other relatives to where they set up businesses. Basically, like if you got a t-shirt press and you need t-shirts, then John should start John's t-shirts. Right. I'd rather give John the money than, them, you know, them other people or them Asian folks or, the, or whoever, the Indian mm -hmm. people. And we break the bread right here. And then John become a business expense for me. I become one for him. Yep. And, you know, little do they know, like, we keeping, if we was keeping 30% at the table this year, we keeping 50% at the nice. table. Because yep. I gave it to John. I'm broke. I ain't got it. Yep. And then it cost John yep. so much in ink because he had to help me. And Derek got the ink company, bro. So right. that, that's another thing I've been focused on, just creating subsidiaries where Uncle Sam going to get some money. Yeah, most definitely. But the family but, gonna get the, the bulk of the money. Get, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But see, man, you know that—that's that big dog thinking that a lot of people can't even see that far. Right. Especially the people who, whether you've been with a, a woman for ten years, I know some women, gonna, uh, some men, they're gonna be like, I've been with this woman for ten years, so she don't see me in that eye. Right. Or my family, they're like, oh, that's a little, that's a little John John. Like he don't know <laughs> what the fuck he's talking about. Like, what you mean you gonna I've build a there. bit? You I've know? been there. And it's like people, it's almost without. I shouldn't have to say it, but it's like, bro, y'all got to start putting respect on people's names, right, especially right. if they proven to you right. that they're going to bang it out. Mm -hmm. You got to put some respect, but they don't do that. And that's, no, that's, a, that's a lot of people going to say that. I know they're going to say it in the comments. Like, right. oh, well, you know, they don't take me serious. They don't right. respect me. They don't want to show up. Or it's going to be the other thing where it's like, okay, well, I want what you got because I'm right. better than you. Yeah. And it's like, no, nah, motherfucker, like, I created this. Like, <laughs> now, you can create your own wave, yeah. but you're not going to get your own wave off of my shit, sure. you know? And they don't want to fall in line. Right. 
I've seen that a lot. So I just I just want to say I respect what you're doing, bro. Appreciate it, bro. For real, most definitely. Yeah, bro. That that one with uh where you mentioned like people wanting what you have. That's a real thing for anybody that's winning or planning to win. Mentally prepare yourself for that because people gonna come mm -hmm. out of the woodwork or people you've been working with shoulder to shoulder are gonna develop a sense of entitlement because they feel like they should be compensated or they should they should live a, a, a equal life to what you live based off your work. Right. Like I've been paying dues since 2012. That's when I became an entrepreneur. So you, there's no way you could join my team last year and be like, so yeah, I'm gonna get a million a month. <laughs> nah, bro, probably right. not. Right. Now, if you got a value add that make us a new four million, then hey, yeah, you you earned it. But nah, bro, I know exactly what you mean. I, I've ran into people like that that are, uh, you know, and it, and it's the the unfortunate part. A lot of times they're not direct, so it comes in slight remarks like, "Oh, everybody ain't able. <laughs> oh, everybody can't have a big house." And then you start realizing like, "Oh, you know, some hate shit." <laughs> yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah, bro. I've heard it all. Yep. Yep. For real, man. And that. It's unfortunate because genuinely, we, when we get to these levels, we want to help. We yeah. want to throw it out there. You know what I mean? We want to be like, hey, let me put you on. Right. That's what you like to do. Let me let me throw some money in there. Exactly. But like you said, they get on that hating shit. And bro, people don't be realizing like, for me, y'all personally, I say after like the, probably after like the third or fourth million, I start realizing like, I don't even have enough stuff I'm into to spend that money. Mm -hmm. So like you really do develop a knack for just looking out for the people around you, whether it be right. just random gifts, business ideas, investing, mm -hmm. bonuses, whatever it is. You just find a way to start spending it because that's for me. I can only spend with so much on me. So I'm just like, all yep. right, it's enough. I'm being excessive. And it's not a lot of things I'm into. I'm into gold and guns. That's really it. everything else I ain't really into. So no, nah, bro, people really miss that part. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, bro, I was going to look out for you. Yep. Oh, I had great intent. Yep. I would have given it to you. I would have did this, but you know, once you show your hand in a negative way, you know, I ain't getting nothing. I'm gonna get away exactly. from you. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep you away from me. Yep. Yep. And and I, I I can I can vouch for what you just said because I'm the same way. I think we all have our different knacks of what mm -hmm. we like. So like you said, you like gold and guns. Mm -hmm. I like jewelry. Right. And I like cars. Right. So you know, I bought the Lambo. I got mm -hmm. the Maybach outside. I got the McLaren. But shit, like you said, that's what maybe a million or so. Right. What, what I'm going to do with the other five, six, seven, right, right. Oh, okay, I can start putting people on. You exactly. Know? I, you know, I, I employed my whole goddamn team here, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And that I can spread it out. Right. And that's what we, most of us, we want to do that for our family. So, and it's a tax break. It's a win-win. Facts. Put exactly. Your, put your people in position and, yep. yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, and that's that's funny you say that, man, because we, we were talking earlier about the whole tax breaks and everything. Mm -hmm. And... That's another whole learning curve that we, as a culture, we ain't got that. Yeah. We bust our ass. We work, we work hard. Right. We go get the bag. Right, right. And, but we can't keep it. But somebody <laughs> said to me, it was like, black people are scared of uh, taxes and credit. And I was like, damn, that sounds about true. Yep. Them like two, two, two monsters. They be like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? I'm going that way. Keep it yep. away from me. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, bro. So my last little situation I was in before I left. I essentially I left to come down here, like we mm -hmm. said, you know. And her dad was like, "Hey man, there's two things that's inevitable in life. Mm -hmm. There's taxes and death." Yeah. I looked at him. I said, "God damn, you brain! Why you know what right. I mean? Like, damn, yeah, for real." And said, so "It it 
it really hurt me a little bit because you know he was like a pops to me mm -hmm. i'm like damn but you so you so conditioned yeah. that me going down here to pay zero taxes yeah. you know what i mean that's like so out of your you know your scope mm -hmm. it was it was unbelievable man and I see a lot of us, we, we really are like in that space. No, especially I see that a lot with uh, the generation prior to us. Mm -hmm. They really, I don't know, it seems like they terrify that change at times, especially progressive change. Yep. Or they scare for you. You feel me? It's things that they never tried or they failed at that they basically just be like, man, don't you dare go be independent and control your destiny. Hell no, you better let. Like, no, nah, I'm straight. We'll figure it out. I remember, right, I had countless conversations with my mom, and she'd be like, oh, you know, just success and business and money. Like, oh, that's a lot of money. And, like, okay, I mm -hmm. promise that we was talking yesterday. And I had surprised her with a Camaro for her. For, oh, he wasn't for nothing. She just wanted, she said she liked Camaros. I bought a Camaro. Yeah. My mama, like, yeah, you know, you live in this lavish lifestyle. And I'm like, lavish? I'm like, what I do? That's lavish. She was like, <laughs> You just bought a car. I know. I was like, man, the car was thirty-eight grand. Right. But I realized, bro, like they to me, they come from a generation of like, let me get what I can, because their parents came from a generation of segregation and we they couldn't get nothing. Right. Absolutely. So to me, they were trained to be like, get what you can. Shit, you get out of school, get you a job, yep. get you some college. Like, oh, they let they we we integrate. They letting us in. Get get what you can. Yep. To me, our generation can't come like, man, y'all gonna give me what the fuck I want man. or else. Yep. <laughs> so. Yep. We function, sometimes they function from a place of scarcity. Yeah. When we looking at it, we like, we could call one another and be like, yeah, man, I think, I think we could get a hundred mil out of this. And they'll be like, a hundred mil? Right. No way in hell. Yep. No, my yep. son that couldn't do algebra get a hundred mil? Yeah, it's possible. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's a whole lot of digital money out here amongst other money. Like, yeah, it's possible to get a hundred mil Facts. before your 40s, before your 30s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Nah, man, that's... And like you said, that's that's exactly what it is. Half of us in the millennial generation and under, we I think we chose to look at our parents' situation and go, nah, y'all fucked that up. Mm -hmm. And we went the opposite way. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, almost to a fault. Yeah. Because I know for me, man, I saw our parents get sick, eating the bullshit they was eating. Mm -hmm. I saw them, you know what I mean? So I went vegan. It was like, right. nah, I'm going to just go all the way over here. Right. I went vegan. <laughs> I saw my parents, you know what I mean? It's just it's one of them things. It's like, okay, you worked a job, you did this and that. You still unhappy after working 40 years. Right. You still ain't got no money. You really might not even be able to retire. Right. All right. I ain't working no job. That was mm -hmm. my thing. I can't. I'm unemployable is what I right. said. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it was just one of those things, man. We, what we saw our parents do for the most part was so. I'm not even going to say because they only could do what they were taught. Right. You know what I mean? But it was so just out of pocket for us that we were like, now nah, we don't even want nothing to do with that. Right. And we shot to the other side. Yeah, and bro, I, I like as much as people bash our musical culture, I appreciate it because they showed us things that we wouldn't have seen yep. otherwise. Yep. Like Birdman showed us 50 cars in the yard. Mm -hmm. Suge Knight showed us like jets and jewelry and you feel me? Like I, I know like my jewelry idols was Busta, uh, Killer Mike, Nip. Mm -hmm. Like these people showed me imagery of other success. So I was like, oh, wait. Yep. I can have 30 Cubans? Yeah, you right. can. And it's a good investment because it's <laughs> yeah. gold. So, nah, yeah, bro. Uh, our, our, our culture, us having access to the internet, bro, to me, changed the game for everything. For real. From MySpace on up until now, like, we yep. got exposed to things that, not only not only images, but we got exposed to money that mm -hmm. that generation wasn't able to get. Yep. 
Cause I, I remember telling people like, yeah, I made like 30, 50 grand a day on the internet. And they was like, they, it, people in our age, you be like, you lying. I'm like, right. I'm like, bro, no, bro, you know those people make 200 grand a day. Like they make way more money than me. Like mm -hmm. my money is minute to a lot of people, but yeah, bro, the, the exposure was everything. Right. That's, I think it's, we, we're trying to catch up, man, as a people. And this is important too, because everything going digital, money going digital. You know what I mean? We're talking yeah. about the crypto and shit. Yeah. Like. That's what's, for the most part, I feel like it's wrong with our people because we're so far behind mm -hmm. as far as the technology goes. I know you talk about it with the robotics and everything. Right. And it's like, if we don't catch up, you're going to be obsolete. Like, yeah, for real. real. Like, you ain't going to be able to go grocery shopping, nothing, because everything's going to be digital. Mm -hmm. It's already showing and proving that. Yeah. And, you know, I'm teaching, so I'm teaching my girl right now and, and my brother, like, I'm teaching them about the whole digital, like, digital currency and how to move money mm. from the internet to a digital uh to a cold storage wallet mm. and i said look 99.9 .9 of us ain't gonna be able to do this because they don't know what that even looks like right and they don't you know and and it it kind of makes me sad man because i i know like mm. the older people or just like people period in our culture they're gonna get left behind bro bro i remember like the one of the most simplest examples i had was my grandma had a flip phone mm -hmm. and I remember her touch phones had been out. She was like, I'm not getting rid of my flip. It worked just fine. And then bro, I remember like her flip phone literally, I don't know, bro, it's like Blackberries and flip phones kind of died off at a, at a similar time. Like they just literally just stopped working. Mm -hmm. Like the technology had advanced. And I remember her blowing me up, like panicking, like, baby, I can't make a call. And I'm like, nah, grandma, like your flip phone done. Like, you you had ample opportunity to jump on it, but you was just stubborn. Like, nah, I don't want to learn it. Yep. Now you're at a place where you got to be forced to learn it. Mm -hmm. And you don't even know how to dial 911 if you needed it right now because you wouldn't take an hour or two out of your life to be like, you know what, technology moving forward, let me jump on the way. My grand, like, Bryson made fun of me. My grand's like, Grandma, what you doing with a flip? Like, <laughs> that's a burner phone. You right. say a drug? <laughs> just making jokes in there until yeah. it yep. got to the point where it was fully broke and she was just, she had nothing at that point. Yeah. And that's really what's going to take place with technology, with the robots, with the digital currency. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just going to be around here trying to live off that fiat. And oh, that's a wrap. Yeah. I mean, like, they're struggling right now. Right. What do you do when the fiat don't matter? Like, <laughs> imagine being broke with the paper dollar. And then when the paper dollar not the priority no more, like, what you what you do then? Just vanish? Basically. Yeah, that's, yeah basically, basically that's how it's going to go. Like, yeah. people just going to... Yeah. And see, my prediction, man, you know, this... I ain't gonna lie, that's why people pay me the big, the big dollar, because I predict some shit and it'll come true. What I see happening, bro, I really think the reason they're raising taxes, you know, Biden raising taxes, mm. all this shit going on, they're printing more money. The reason why they're doing it, they know they're getting ready to make people obsolete. They're going to give people, almost like food stamps, but they're going to give them universal basic income to mm. where, like, we know y'all fucked up and y'all can't keep up, right. so just stay at home. Right. Y'all just stay out the way. But all right, so look, speaking on that, right, I was I was studying this a year ago. Trump said uh, he called it passion work, right? <laughs> he said he wanted to create a passion, uh, a passion uh, civilization. Yeah. Passion meant no jobs. They weren't going to give you jobs. Right. Trump felt like you should stay at home and just work on what you felt like you was good at. Mm hmm and then for me, I'm like, okay, entrepreneurs who hungry going to boom. Right. But for the people who aren't, if they really just break the job marketing, like you said, like, we're just going to hit you with a stipend. We know you ain't going to never strive to make 100 grand anyway. Right. But that's going to be a sticky situation because that basically means, like, 
whatever your quality of life is, is just going to be locked in for that way until you yep. die, until yep. you leave here. Or your like advancement for the generations coming forward going to be a little, there won't be no clarity because it'll be like, yeah, they locked my mom in at a $60,000 rate. So that's all we know. We don't know nothing better than that. And she can't go get a job to add nothing to it. So, bro, I can see that happening. Yep. I can yep. definitely see it happening. Bro, I don't know if you've ever seen Demolition Man. Yeah. I feel like at one point, at some point, the country is going to move the people, like you're saying, like the underachievers to a certain part of America, mm -hmm. and everybody else going to get the joy and going to get to enjoy another part. And to me, yep. it just makes sense with the vaccine passports and this and that. And I'm like, Facts. I can see them being like, so yeah, y'all poor. So how about y'all just never come over here again? Right. <laughs> y'all want to visit? Figure it out. But other than that, we catch y'all over here, y'all going to jail. Yep. Even like with Bill Gates buying land up and him creating his own like they Utopia, say like, like yeah, yeah. he created his own world. <laughs> yeah, he yep. gonna have. I'm sure he gonna have rules and regulations of who ain't welcome. Mm -hmm. I can mm -hmm. see the country doing the same thing. Like yeah, so yep. that demographic of people tell them don't come around. Yeah, I think we're seeing it now. I mean, even even down here, it's like they kind of like kicking the. You know what I mean? It's like we want if we want all the rich people on the island and the people who are like three steps ahead of the rest of the world or mm -hmm. the rest of the country. Will give you benefits to come here, and everybody just migrate there. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? It's like they already <laughs> controlling the board. You feel me? And then everybody else is like, no, no, y'all don't know, or y'all, y'all don't have enough, so right. y'all stay right here. Right. And I think I really think that's what's happening now, and we've yeah. already heard of building the wall around it. And bro, you know? I, I agree because to me, like, I tell everybody, like, America is a corporation. Yep. Why would you not function as a corporation if you mm -hmm. want to strive in a country that's built off, you know, the principalities of a corporation, but if you even look at the tax breaks for the rich mm -hmm. and corporations, it clearly shows that they favor people who got money. That's it. The country was never built like, because like, I've, I've seen it by Trump and I've seen it by Biden. Like, I don't think Donald Trump is racist. I think he's classist. I think every president is classist. Mm -hmm. This country is a classist country. So like the way I look at it, the way I rationalize is if America is a basketball team and I'm trying to win the ring amongst the other countries. Mm hmm. Why would I why would I draft motherfuckers who ain't got no money and don't have no business right. sense? Y'all yep. are not going to help my basketball team win a ring. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you don't have those two elements, then stay on the stay on the bench. Though. Not even the bench. Stay in you the bleachers. Come right. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah. You ain't even welcome to the game. Yep. You know, watch it from 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 the comfort of your home. Mm -hmm. But people don't people get on the emotional side. But if, if we really talk in business, why would I try to run a business with people who don't understand the functionalities of business? Exactly. Y'all go that way, and I'm a cater to my star player. I'm a cater to my 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 star point guard, my star center, and that to me, that's how they function with LLCs. Like when the pandemic hit and people was mad that Rukers got ten, twenty million dollars. Right. They supposed to like, they wanted the biggest steak, steakhouse in the country. Exactly. Why would yeah. America not take care of one of its favorite steakhouse mm -hmm. that brings in droves of money and pay great yep. taxes? Facts. No, nah, they're gonna take care of the mom and pop. No, the mom and pop is not. Like, I'm not saying it's right. Right. But what I am saying is I understand the game. Yeah. <laughs> and I ain't yeah. mad at it. Yep. yep. If we going into the championship, I'm not bringing some scrubs. Right. I'm bringing my best players so we can go get a ring. Mm -hmm. And honestly, man, what you just said, like, this is something that I, I put out to a lot of my um, people who are in Secure the Bag. They always ask me for, like, that insight. Like, what is this about? What You know? And mm -hmm. I tell them, I said, if you, if you look at the actual game, there's going to be a recession or, or some type of, like, failure economy failure every eight to ten years mm -hmm. and people are like oh you know is that like built like that i'm like right. yeah because it's meant to flush out the motherfuckers who ain't gonna make it right why are you taking our why are you taking our money 
We know you're not going to make it. Rip the right. Band-Aid off. Go and get out of here. File mm -hmm. bankruptcy, whatever you got to do, because the money that we are dedicating to loan out, we need that going to the to the big dogs. Right, exactly. <laughs> to the players who need it, who going to keep us afloat as a right. country. So, yeah, man, but people, like you said, people in their feelings versus looking at the game and mm -hmm. seeing what it is and not even realizing they, they, they the same way. Right. You do the same goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah, bro, it, we could do, we could create the analogy of sports. Yeah. When yep. they team pick up a trash player, first thing they do is look at the TV and like, that motherfucker's sorry. Why yeah. we even got him? Yeah. Bro, the country do the same thing. Like, oh. Like, you know, oh, bro, this is what did it, right? I seen our, our culture complaining about the laws that Biden has passed through and he ain't done nothing <laughs> for us. Right. And me and yep. Chelsea was having a conversation and she was like, I, we both like, we get it. Like, imagine y'all not, imagine y'all whole premise is like, go vote, go vote, go vote. But y'all don't understand business. Mm -hmm. So all he do is gas you up. He get your vote. And then he don't pass nothing through for your culture at all. <laughs> your culture is of no importance to him. But for the vote. Mm -hmm. He just need to vote to win. But what, what economical power do y'all got? Like, I tell everybody, man, the country ran out of violence and entrepreneurship. Yep. Our culture don't be killing shit but each other. Mm -hmm. That's an L. And then our culture has no economical structure. So why would I take y'all serious? Right. Like if why, why why would I cater to y'all once I get in the office? What y'all like? I I know if he could say it right now, he really holds nothing. Like so, what y'all gonna do about it? Right. <laughs> and ain't nobody gonna do nothing. Yeah. But Seriously. in three years, go. Are oh, we finna vote for somebody else now? Right. All right. And then he gonna they gonna they gonna do the backflips, hang out with the black people, do the interviews, yep. use slang words, have hot sauce, same dance, get the vote. Yep. <laughs> Same and dance. hold they nuts again. Same dance, bro. You feel me? So yep. that's what I say, bro. They 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 be in their bag. They look at it from an emotional standpoint. Mm -hmm. Business is not about emotion. No, not about at all. numbers. Not at all. Business investing is something I'm always talking about. But y'all gotta get out y'all emotions. A lot of times, you know, I, I see a lot of people who come into the stock market because that's my thing, especially for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get everybody over to to our energy, right. right? Because like you said, you got confidence, so you talk your shit. Mm -hmm. But not only that. We don't need your motherfucking money. Right. <laughs> so when I tell people, I'm like, look, if you get it to a point where you can trade the stock market or you have some type of other asset, mm -hmm. you can have that what we call F you money. So it's like, no, I don't need your motherfucking money. If you got if you got some type of shit you want to say, just keep that shit over there. Keep your money. You right. know? Even with the hundred thousand dollars like we were talking about, like people show up, like hey, I got a hundred grand, like motherfucker, I don't need that. Right. Like go on over there if you if you're not really aligning with what I need. That's a fact. And I say that because it's like when you can do that, essentially, you can pretty much have control over the board. No, bro, that's a fact. I, bro, I mean, it was in twenty twenty, right? Me, I was riding somewhere, and I was looking at the definition of wealth. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, bro, I had an epiphany right now. I was like, babe, you know, by definition, we wealthy. And she's like, we is? I'm like, if I'm looking at this list and what this list say make you wealthy, <laughs> right. we done cracked the code. Like, yep. we actually wealthy. But bro, I realized at that point is that, and I tell everybody, like, we want, we want money at this point just to buy back our time. Right. I'm big on convenience. I'm big on my time. Mm -hmm. I want a big old bag just so I can allocate responsibilities to other people, spend the bulk of my time creating, hanging with my children, and sitting in the house. Right. So, no, nah, bro, I, I understand that 100% with the FU money is like, once you get to a certain place, you begin one. Like I tell everybody, is I I I I hope and I speak in the life that everybody get whatever amount of money they feel they need mm -hmm. is that winning amount. Because once you get it, you're gonna realize it's some things in life that's more important than money. Mm -hmm. My time is so much more important Facts. than money. 
So when people pull up like, oh, I got the bag, I'm like, you ain't really got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Like, I'm happy, bro. Right. I'm in my room right now chilling, like looking out the back window over the pool. Yeah. I got five daughters and one son. I got a house full of love. I got a bunch of little girls around me who just love their daddy, bug their daddy all day. Like, I actually enjoy the company of my old lady. So, like, your money don't... I'm happy. I'm at, I'm in zenning right now. I'm right. at peace. I don't care about your money. So, yeah, bro, that that went... Get, hitting that hierarchy, which I hope everybody that's grinding get there, it's going to give you a whole new lease on life, a, mm -hmm. a whole new whole new calm and a whole new peace and you're gonna find yourself not moved by money because that's where a lot of people fall short like a lot of y'all got a million dollar play in your mind right now mm -hmm. but somebody gonna get you off your square on a ten thousand dollar advance yep when in all actuality if you had to stay the course you would have made ten thousand a hundred times already facts so for <laughs> me bro like that's why i practice tunnel vision too y'all when i'm grinding we focus up and we lock in on that and we ain't moving i can't tell you how many bookings we done turned down uh shows interviews everything because when we locked in we just that's just what we're doing i don't care what you want to talk about how much money you got it doesn't supersede me getting out my creative genes you know why i'm here and why i'm alive most definitely most definitely that's love man because look he showed up for us so you know what i mean that's love right there you can't even beat that man but no with, with, with that being said man you know i, I definitely want to say i appreciate you appreciate uh, you bro everything you are everything you're doing because we need it in our culture, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, to, to close it out, that's what I want to say, is keep doing you, bro, because, like, I don't know, you know, you see my brother, mm -hmm. they look at him, because he got face tattoos, and they, they write you off. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, look at him, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. look at him, you can do this shit, right? right? It's possible, and that's the same thing with me. Like, I am who I am, I like what I like. Mm -hmm. But you can still do what you want to do. Right. You know what I mean? You can still be a little... I, I, I call this shit goofy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my little red bottoms, they goofy. Right. My little Lambo is goofy. I said, but I know how to make my money move in a way to where I could afford to do goofy shit. Right. Yeah, go, bro, I, I, I call it ratchet investing. Yeah. Yep. You me? So like right now, I got like 52 pounds worth of Cubans. Mm -hmm. It's excessive. It hurt. I have neck pain, headaches, and back pains <laughs> when I put all them chains. You see, I don't even wear my chains anymore. They so heavy, but... But it's cool though. I like to shine, and yeah. sometimes I like to be excessive, like Mr. T, and just wear them all. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. just ratchet investing. But right. like bro said, I'm, I put myself in a position to where I can do that. Yep. And on the back end, like it's an investment. Fact. Feel me? Gold is an investment. Even down to what bro saying about about the vehicles, those definitely serve as great marketing tools mm -hmm. because we live in a culture that's 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 driven by their visuals. So bro can visually show you. The metric of his results because he has vehicles that you probably haven't seen any other black person with in your life. Facts. So yeah, right. nah, you know. Balance, balance. Hey, it's, it's, it's gotta have a balance. Got to, got to. So no, man, uh, I really appreciate you coming through, bro. I'm gonna appreciate make sure you. we put your information below so the people can find you. Other than that, man, let's get back to the family. Let's enjoy some time, bro. For sure, bro. I appreciate. It. And I want to say this too. Shout out to bro. Um, he has a, he has advanced my outlook on value even more i pay close attention when he changed his prices and how firm he stand on telling somebody like you're gonna throw me a hundred piece for this conversation or he'll put in a story like should i give y'all one more day to spend twenty five thousand? bro i remember that had to be like a year ago and he was yep. like he was sitting in the car and he's like this is what caught my eye right this is when i first followed him he said something like, hey, after tomorrow, it's going back up to 25000 I'm like, 
Damn, program he got twenty five grand. I'm like, shit, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm gonna follow. <laughs> but then you know, I, I I I did more research. I was like, okay, okay, bro, in the market. But I just want to say that, bro, for raising the bar because so many of us, we come from a culture that devalues te- uh, uh, education. Mm-hmm. So no matter how valued we are, a lot of times we diminish our shit trying to cater to their needs and their lack of uh, understanding right. when it, when they standing in front of somebody who a one of one. So. Shout out to bro for that, cause y'all I ain't gonna lie, I be cheesing ear to ear when he posts his prices. Like they my prices, like hell yeah, <laughs> put your foot on them niggas neck, tell them they need to kick out six big old figures if you wanna have this conversation. Facts, big facts. Yeah, because I appreciate it, bro. Most I appreciate definitely. you. Most definitely, man. Gotta make them. Hey, you gotta make them respect you, cause sure. I tell people, I don't charge what I charge based on what you can afford. Right. I charge what I charge based on my value. Right. That's exactly. It. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, man. I appreciate it. Um, Likewise. Y'all make sure y'all comment, like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Go holler at my man. Go check out what he got going on. Promise you, you gonna want to do all of that and tap in. So, appreciate it, bro. Other than that, y'all keep doing what y'all need to do. Let's get this money.